There was a doorway in this wall which led into yard two. You can still see evidence of the door today, but sadly there is no remaining physical evidence of the yard itself. Built in 1832 to alleviate the overcrowded conditions in the factory, yard two became known as the washing yard. The wash tubs were a place of back-breaking labour, where the women washed clothing and bedding for the female factory and other government institutions, such as the orphan schools and convict transportation ships. They also provided washing services to the public and local businesses, which brought an income to the factory. In Yard 2, women scrubbed at wash tubs in sheds running down the long walls and laid the laundry out to dry across posts and rails in the centre of the yard. The days were long, up to 10 hours at the wash tubs during summer months. It seems entirely natural that, whilst engaged in this work, the women chatted and sang, small moments of human connection during back-breaking, tiring work. However, newspaper reports deemed this behaviour too merry for convicts, and the chatter angered Superintendent Hutchinson, who said the women talked away all sense of punishment. Yatu also contained solitary working cells, also known as light cells, because they let in just enough light for the women to work. The punishment was considered a less severe form of solitary confinement than that experienced in the dark cells. In these cells, women were put to work sewing or picking oakum. For its first 15 years, Cascade's female factory consisted of just these two yards. By the 1840s, another yard was desperately needed. The new governor, Sir John Franklin, was facing an influx of convicts since transportation to New South Wales had ceased. He also needed to implement a new system. The probation system was to replace the assignment system, and Yard 3 was designed with this in mind. Let's go take a look. <laughs> 